We didn't lie to you, folks. We told you we had living, breathing monstrosities. I guess I am recording. Are you actually recording? I'm recording. What are you recording, James? Say this filth! James, before we start, mm. I've got two corrections. One of which is super fucking important. <laughs> And really blatantly obvious when you think about it. And even when I recut the episode, did I not notice it? What, what is it related to? Uh, to a score that we gave the last film we watched. No. And the other is a vain thing. Oh. But the first more important one. You've been doing junk again. Yeah, I've been. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You're struggling to find them. No, I just go through the toes. In between oh, the toes. Oh, in between toes, that's fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. no problem. Um, it's really annoying though because the bathrooms have those weird blue lines in uh, them. So it you... makes it a lot harder yeah. to see it. That's why if you go for the eyeball, you can always find an eyeball. <laughs> you just ask demons. <laughs> you can always Which, find an speaking eyeball. Speaking of demons, demons still remains, despite what we said in the last episode, <laughs> the top rated film. Whew. I don't know how today's going to fare, but the top rated film with nine, because I don't know how, I mean, I know how I didn't notice it, because I'm a fucking moron, but I don't know how you didn't notice it. But four plus 4.5... Well, that's 10.8. 10, 10. ...does not equal 9.5. <laughs> it equals 8.5. <sighs> so pieces is 0.5 not as good as demons. I think we spent so much time loving that film. I know, right? <laughs> and analysing every moment of it. That we forgot what basic maths was. I know. <laughs> Which is... F- oh, man. I can't believe that, like, it's... I mean, I think that was me. I think we got so... We, we got sucked up. Yeah. Pizzas. <laughs> Not pizzas, because we didn't eat any No, but we were probably thinking about pizzas. Pizzagate. Yeah, like, pieces <laughs> of Pizzagate. Uh, and the other thing, which, um, I mean, people aren't going to believe that I didn't look this up. <sighs> but the other thing that really fucking... I, I just, again, I jumped the gun, James. I jumped the gun last episode. You Jesus know when you Christ. said about freaks and I was just like trying to just be a prick acting like I didn't know what freaks was and said Todd Browning freaks, the classic movie from 1932 and like listed all the shit and then was like, oh, I never heard of it. I described <laughs> Todd Browning as the director of um, Frankenstein. He actually did fucking Fra- uh, Dracula. Dracula. James Whale, which I didn't look up. I just know that did Frankenstein and I can't believe I made that mistake. Um, I can. I can believe you made so that So if mistake. you did stop listening to this, either Mike or Phil, <laughs> because of my mistake. In fact... Then thank you for fact, learning. another shout out to Phil, because it was him that pointed out to me. <laughs> the Both mistakes. That was wrong. <laughs> <God>. <laughs> James, what the hell did we watch this week? Well, this week we watched Tom Browning's... Todd. 19- <laughs> Todd Browning's 1932 classic... Freaks. Which is a film about circus people. Colloquially known in this film as circus freaks. As circus performers. <laughs> and people I feel like in, their in show. this day and age, we can't use the word freaks. I feel like in this day and age, when that's a title, we can't avoid it. <laughs> um, but also, I mean, well, in this day and age, this film would pro- probably would never have been made. I don't know. I just don't... Oh, well, I mean, well, I say that, but then again, look at uh, American Horror Story Freak Show. Which I will be mentioning later on. Please do. But that was... Definitely. That is definitely people in makeup, though. It's not... There is a couple of people in there that have... What are you doing there? (laughs) Are you talking about the... I'm doing air quotes, so it's not offensive. <laughs> pinhead. Yes, person. exactly. That's what they call. That That's lady is a lady in makeup. <gasps> she. But is, it's so good. She is also um, 
in a previous series of... She's I, in makeup? Yeah, she, yeah, I know. I didn't believe it either. I didn't believe that shit either. I looked it up and she because she was in previous episodes of uh, American Horror Story. And what? I'm like, what? And that motherfucker is in makeup. But the, that makeup is so good, right? Thought, it had me fooled. I thought she played the... <laughs> Air quotes. Pinhead character in like three of the three of the different series. Maybe she was, but she's definitely a makeup because if you look her up on IMDb, she doesn't look like that hmm. in real. Maybe they took it from a different angle, like a low angle, looking, at, j- looking at the chin. This is gonna be. This, we're gonna be on the ropes the whole way through this I podcast, know, right? guys. So, uh, so this film, James. Mm. First of all, ha- have you seen this film before? Yeah. Oh, have how, you seen long this film? Before? Yeah. Yeah, I Um, I saw it when I was back at uni. Well, it occurred to me, I've seen it a few times, but it occurred to me I haven't seen it in a few years, and I feel like post-college, I must have watched, I definitely, someone I talk to at work all the time watches American Horror Story, and when the Freak Show one has happened, I was like, holy shit, have you never seen Freaks? Mm. So I lent her Freaks. But I don't think I rewatched it, but I've had it on DVD since I was in like college and shit. But I feel like I haven't watched it since then, which is weird. Yeah. Be- only The only reason it threw me is because um, I realised I haven't watched it in ages. I still remember the plot, like it's pretty straightforward. But there's one character in it, uh, Venus, who there's a scene yeah. really early Blondie. on. Yeah, there's the, a scene really... I, I have really um, horrendous <laughs> or, or simplified names for everyone because you don't learn anyone's name until about halfway through. Because Cleopatra, Hercules, and... <laughs> Fritz, like all these Frida. names, Fre- Frida, um, all these names aren't easy to know. That's a Fritz. Um, uh, Fr- yeah, Venus, the scene where it's her and Hercules and she, he's like, get out and all this kind of shit. I was just like, hang on, I thought those two were trying to rip hands of all his money. and then, But no, no Cleopatra just Cleopatra. looks really similar to Venus. It's very confusing. I kept writing down Blondie. No, slightly older Blondie. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> They're the first thing going in. The only characters you're allowed to name by their appearance in this this film. Uh, The the first thing I noticed going in, 60 minutes long. Yeah. Which is a nice length, but not the original length. It was originally 90 minutes long, but they cut loads out. Yeah. And that footage is all gone. And that's a shame. Apparently there's shit like, uh, well, we'll we'll probably get into it when we get to those moments, but like castration and stuff like that. Yeah, I don't know if any of that stuff ever happened, but, but uh, I've got... Maybe it's a rumor. Because I watched this last night, and then I watched it again this morning with the commentary on. That's enough time. Um, yeah, because it's only an hour long, and it fucking flies by. Mm. Um, this is going to be really controversial, mm. but we're all entitled to our own opinions, James. Although I own and have seen all the universal like horror films, i.e. Dracula, Frankenstein, The Wolfman, Invisible Man, all those classics, they haven't aged well. And for example, Dracula, which is made by the same guy, mm-hmm. pacing in it's really bad. And it's quite boring. <laughs> and I know that's probably controversial because it's such a classic. When is it from? 1931. Ah, so um, just before this. Yeah, but like, I, the pacing in this is fucking like perfect almost. But that's probably because 30 minutes got cut out of it. Yeah. I mean, at, at points, it did seem to, to progress a bit too yeah. quickly. And at, at times, there would just be... I, I wouldn't understand why we'd jump to the scene for yeah. a second. But then that was explained, like, five like minutes later. Like, a week literally paid disappears off. in a couple of yeah. sentences at one point. Yeah. Um, but He's also, been there for a week. Oh, has he? Okay, <laughs> thanks for letting us know. Um, the Frankenstein as well... 
directed by James Whale. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's known from 1930, though I might be wrong about that. I remember that being only like 70 minutes long as well. So they still like films weren't stupid long at this point anyway. But so they I, could get away with it. I got a reason, a, a good idea sorry, as to why this has held up better than that. The makeup or, or lack of necessity of makeup when it comes to the monsters. <laughs> I, and and the effects. I don't know if you can refer to them as monsters. <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> the vampires, the Dracula. Yeah, but look at Lon Chaney Jr., who um, Todd fucking Browning worked with loads, mm-hmm. and his makeup in like Phantom of the Opera. Another film Todd Browning worked on before Dracula is London After Midnight. You ever heard of that? No. Fucking super famous vampire film about a guy in London with like. Lon Chaneyism, and he's got like these razor sharp teeth and his hmm. top hat, and his eyes are like out, and he looks amazing. But the only reason that film's like so famous is because it's lost forever, and we'll never get to see that goddamn film. Oh, what? And it, I, I remember getting you just my, built up the hype, yeah, I know. And now I can't watch it, I know. Going through my dad's like horror book that he had like years ago, and just seeing pictures of London after midnight, and being like, I need to see this fucking <laughs> film, I'm never gonna get to see it because it's completely gone. What happened? I feel it might have got lost in a fire, but Damn. loads of old and old films like have just vanished. God, like, God. where's where's the rest of the footage of this? Because in the lack DVD, of archives, they've got yeah. In the DVD, they've got the three. There's like alternate endings, which are there's no additional footage or anything. It's just different cuts of the ending, but they're on the DVD. Mm. But they don't have the, the extra missing footage. footage, which is like, do you know where any of the missing footage is? No. Oh, I, I, assume, I assume they shredded it. Um, yeah, it's shredded, but like the scripts <coughs> and stuff existed. So I have some of this. I, I know what some of them are, and oh, I understand why they've been cut. But like basically, as to why this film is missing thirty minutes, it came out around the time when they were starting making like like people were like, mm, don't know if you can let films get away with shit. There should be some sort of ratings <laughs> in place. Oh god! And they no. started making them then, and this film got like rewritten, rewritten loads, and then had like edited loads so like 30 minutes of it was missing mm. and then just put out and yeah like some of the deleted scenes are like okay I understand why that was cut out in 1932 and it's nothing even that bad the, the abortion scene yeah yeah that um, the scene where they all watch Batman v Superman had yeah. to be removed oh god just horrendous <laughs> why they had to double bill it with um, <laughs> fucking Justice all the League. villains with that horrible thing Suicide oh, Squad Suicide Jesus Squad. I mean, the answer's in the title, isn't it? Yeah, um, please do. Um, but so, also, sorry, just just one more of those stupid little tidbits. What tidbit? So that it fits in with this show. Oh. This film was banned in the UK for like 30 years because of all this shit. It's it just crazy. didn't get released. Which, and also for another equal thing, I own this on DVD. Um, I tried to get it on Blu-ray. It doesn't exist, unfortunately. It is The BBFC, the British Board of Film Classification has given this a 15 certificate, which it does not deserve. I'm just trying to think through. When you consider... I would say PG. Dracula and Frankenstein are PG. I would say this is PG at worst. James, when you consider that the Hammer Horror Dracula... Oh, my God. ...is now a PG... Oh, my God. ...starring Christopher Lee, now a PG, why is this a 15? The only thing I can think is because... It was previously banned. Not it's even be that. It's, I reckon it's because like it's could be seen as exploitation. Although I would argue it's the opposite it of that. Ain't. It gives it gives people a stage of anything. I would argue. Yeah, I would argue it fucking ain't because for a film called Freaks, the title villain characters that are like 
super spooky on the poster and look horrible, mm. not because of their de- deformities, but because of the way they're like drawn with their big eyes and all this shit. Yeah. They're not the villains of this film, and no. they're all like good guys. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. They're all the good people. And like, oh man, should we just get into it, James? It, it, it really does. Yeah. It really does. Um, just kind of turn the idea on its head when you think, oh god, what am I going into with freaks? Have What's you it going to be like? Have seen the reviews of this film when it was released? No. Man, I I screenshot. Well, I some. saw I saw one thing. I saw one thing that I liked that uh, a woman tried to sue MGM. Really? Because she had a miscarriage after watching this and blamed it on the stress of the movie. Oh my god. Yeah, and it was and you know, I know it was like banned in a load of um, cities in the states and like yeah yeah and the studio pulled it and stuff like that. We should. Uh, we definitely, you know, for one Halloween, we should do something that we know is good, and mm. we should probably do Ghost Watch because <laughs> that, Please. like, people tried to sue that shit. Cause yeah, they they tried to get the BBC to pay for their laundry bill because the a military man shit himself <laughs> watching it. Um, but uh, okay, so it's just a couple of quotes from some of the reviews. Anyone who considers this entertainment should be placed in a pathological ward in some hospital, what one person said. Another person said, There is no excuse for this picture. It took a weak mind to produce it, and it takes a strong stomach to look at it. (sighs) And someone else said, Sumptuously produced, admirably directed. I'm not going to read say that word because it's dumb. And no cost was spared. But Metro had failed to realise that even with a different sort of offering, the story is still important. Here, the story is not sufficiently strong to get hold of the interest. James, that was painful for you because of my crippling dyslexia. Um, Only matched by mine. Fucking, this film got absolutely slated. slated. Apparently it was well received in a few places. Um, But uh, I think there were a few and far in between. Whoever the fucking dickhead that said was, there is no excuse for this picture, it took a weak mind to produce it and a strong stomach to look at it. If you reviewed a film like... First of all, that sounds like fucking... No joke. Like, not to get fucking political. <laughs> sounds like Trump's Twitter feed. Uh, like, does. you would never get away with saying shit like that now about no. a goddamn film. And that is absolute garbage. Because I ate my dinner watching this last night. <laughs> and I ate my lunch watching it today. I ate, my, <laughs> I ate most of my dinner last night. <laughs> and I re-ate my dinner. <laughs> <laughs> But that is so mean. That is so fucking, like, I can't believe... And also, yeah. it's not. It's shocking how badly reviewed it is because it's really... I, I don't know what you, your feelings of it, but I, it's really I, good. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. Like, it's really good. And we should also probably mention, if anyone hasn't seen this... Yeah, um, I would go it. Watch it stars people with a lot of disfigurements and disabilities. Yeah. Um, things like having no uh, no limbs. There's a person, the torso man. The prince, um, I can't remember his name is, but he's the torso man. Yes. The only one prince I remember Randian. is Johnny Eck. That's him. The only one I remember is Johnny Eck because that guy's a fuck. That guy's like, he looks so happy. Oh, the so, one who's missing his legs. Yeah, he's entirely. like a surfer, but without anything from the waist down. Yeah. And like he walks around, just stands on one hand. He was in some, I've watched a documentary about um, other films, that, like the, the making of it, and he was in a King Kong film playing a bird and he's like all covered in this weird fucking makeup and he runs in and he's this weird like cuckoo bird or some shit. Oof, that, and the main one, Hans... That sounds like a heart that to this. Yeah, the main one, Hans, he's in another film directed by Todd Browning, which I really want to see now, called The Unholy Three. And in it, he plays a baby that you discover throughout the film, spoilers, isn't a baby <gasps> and is like the killer or some shit. <laughs> and he's also one of the lollipop guild in Wizard of Oz. 
No way. And he and, and he was in Wizard of Oz. This is the last film he did, not like the last thing he ever did, but the last film he did. He was forty years old. Jesus. Which is weird, like I mean I don't he he has his dwarfism I assume. Yeah. I should have probably looked yeah. that up. But he man I did, like the first, I honestly believe the first time I watched this he was just a kid. Not, yeah, oh, not no, an same. Adult, yeah, and, not and, a forty-year-old man. Yeah, and especially because of his voice, his voice very high pitched yeah, as yeah. well. And also, um, uh, Frida, whatever her name is, was Frida. in real life his sister. Not, yeah, which is probably which why they why never made character. Yeah, there was only like side hugs. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but let's get the fucking yeah. Let's jump next. into this. So um, we start with with a kind of ringleader or a, let me a, stop a, you right there. Person. We don't. We this start is, with a fantastic title card. We do start with a fantastic title card that gets ripped off the screen and then yeah. the guy's scrunching off a poster. And shredded this it This whole scene was added in post. It wasn't in the original script. And it has our first uh, cut in it. If you notice, um, they didn't give a fuck in 1930 about editing. And it just sort of cuts halfway through a sentence during a camera move. So now the camera's <laughs> further away and he's still talking. But all they cut out was... They cut out lines about how the... Um, about the advertised... Freaks, air quotes, mm. um, like have feelings and shit. Basically, for some reason, they cut this line out of the film, and it wasn't even a bad line. That's odd because they but, get, yeah. they go on to say like all these people, all these people have done. Uh, they were born with these disfigurements. Dis- yeah. Yet you've laughed at them, jeered at them. Um, he calls them living mo- living monstrosities. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, it sets the tone for the film. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and then they all crowd around and say, "And um, we don't know if this one was. Oh no, they say this this one was." The most beautiful woman around, or something like that. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, everyone looks over into this box. And then one and woman gasps. miscarriages. Yeah. And Shouldn't like, make jokes like that. <laughs> Shouldn't make. That was a reference to someone suing. No, that was a reference to Scientology. Someone David miscarriages. <laughs> <laughs> the ability to make an absolute twat of yourself. <laughs> and come out looking like a freak at the end of it. <laughs> Don't know if I should cut that. Um. <laughs> Yeah, so we open, uh, it's one of those, it's got a book ending on it now, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and it's him, we know that there's something there, and he starts to tell the story, and then where the fuck does it go from there? It goes to Cleopatra, the peacock woman. Yes, oh, is she a peacock woman? I thought she, she was no, a No, no, they call her the peacock, which I kept writing down, writing down peacock, and then I just learned what her real name was, because like, that's going to be confusing when there's a lot of like animal motifs in this. Mm. Like, there's, there's a bird girl... And like yeah. fucking slugman, slugman. <laughs> There's a seal girl, which I took pictures of. I thought that was just a seal. I was gonna make that joke when we got there, but there is a seal girl. Okay, so I took pictures of it and I'll show it to you now. Um, genuinely, because in the iconic scene towards the end, was this, this a woman towards the end who was crawling along? Yeah, was yeah. It a black woman coming in. Yes, it was. Because yeah, she... I thought I hadn't seen her throughout it. Okay, so yeah, that's her crawling through, James. Yeah. And that that scene's so fucking good, but we'll get to mm-hmm. that later on. And that is her in the opening scene, you know, when they're all playing. Ah, I got you. Okay, so pre-Venus's introduction where she's letting the seal back into the thing, Freddy the seal, there was a deleted scene there where the seal gets horny when it sees her and tries to have sex with her. And they cut that scene out. Why would they (laughs) cut it out in the 1930s? I just don't understand. (laughs) It seems ridiculous and over the top quite frankly that's one of the deleted scenes <laughs> <laughs> uh but yeah go you, you where, where where are we at so then we, we we open up with uh, what i believed and it sounds like you believed were two children stood by the side of uh like a ringside circus show one um who 
has good acting chops. And another who cannot hide a German accent to save her life. Or hide the fact that she's reading the script, except for in one scene where she nails acting. And the scene where, actually a couple of scenes, but the one scene where she's like, I hate that woman. She's always, oh, can you do this for me? And oh, can you do that for me? But every line before that was Do you think she spent the entire time rehearsing that one scene? Because it was the only scene that... (laughs) Probably. That that was heavily Although she's really good in bits later on, like the bit where he breaks up with her and shit. Yeah, or when she confronts... um, yeah, Claire. I think. Yeah. Um, I mean, I don't know. Like back in the day, I know that like when they used to make Doctor Who episodes in the sixties, they used to make them in chronological order. Now it makes more sense to not make films and stuff in chronological chronological order. I don't know if they did this back mm. then because it's like halfway through the film, she suddenly learns how to act. <laughs> which I mean, it makes sense. She uses a lot less German as well as the <laughs> film goes on. I feel like every now and then she forgets her lines, so she slips into German. Like maybe she learned her lines in German and then tried yeah, to translate yeah. them. I mean, he's obviously German. He says something in German earlier, but there's a mm. bit where I've written down because it was in the commentary a line that he actually says because they're like. Now, this line he says here is, in, you can't understand what he's saying, but he is actually talking English, and this is what he's saying. And they are inaudible at times. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and so, oh, well, ble- what, one of the one reasons... Of them I couldn't even understand at all. Well, I, 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 yeah. A, yeah. A, a, a couple of the reasons that I thought um, that they were kids at first was, A, they look very young. Yeah. Like, visually, like, like their face as well as their height. Uh-huh. And then also, the high-pitched voices and the bad acting. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. I thought, well, I can forgive a 1930s child actor. Yeah, yeah, um, In fact, I think I can't, the first I can't forgive it, the a 1930s adult like... actor. <laughs> <laughs> the bit where she was just like, you can't, you shouldn't be smoking a cigar. I think that's the point when I watched this the very, very first time when I was like, oh, he's not a child. Yeah. And, yeah. <laughs> and so so these two are sat around and they're watching um, Cleopatra, the trapeze artist, perform. And um, and I've written here, small adults watching and small man flirting. Because I didn't know any of their names, I couldn't figure out. But I know it's now Hans. Yeah. Hans is the man. Um, and he has been ogling Cleopatra. And um, he says, she's the most beautiful big woman I have ever seen. The most beautiful big woman. <laughs> and then he turns to his wife and he this says, so Fr- well Frida? Frida, Frida yeah, yeah. yeah. And says, but I only have eyes for you because she's really upset that yeah, he's yeah, ogling obviously. her. This is where her bad acting comes in, which is like, I should start to get jealous, I think. <laughs> Do you think Bless she was her. reading, like, literally the stage directions in between the lines? Well, I don't think it's her fault. I think they hired these people based on their appearance appearance and yeah. not on their acting ability as can be shown where when they like every time one of the circus performers is introduced um they do their act and and never as bad as when the prince guy does his and is looking straight down the barrel of the camera when he does it and lights that cigarette amazing and the more amazing task amazing. would have seen him rolling that cigarette which it, apparently he did and they cut out shit they did. They did that, and they and they cut it out. Probably because he was looking down the camera. Probably because it would have taken about thirty minutes. Maybe that's the thirty minutes they cut out. I mean, it was impressive watching him this light guy, that, that cigarette. That guy had a fucking life. You know, he had a wife and kids. I feel Before like before he was limbless. I feel like Prince, the Prince guy. He just had no limbs. Oh, he's just it? a torso. Oh dear God! Unlike Johnny Heck, where you're like, how oh, does he was that born work? like this. You're They're saying. all born like oh, it. No. None of them are. Um, to my knowledge, none of them are, are not born like it. There's only one as well that isn't actually a quote unquote freak. She's just a normal person who's ugly and just rolled with it. The if I told oh, the, the bird the, woman, not the one that dances on the table. Yeah, that the, one. The, the one with like a circular haircut. Yes, that one. Yeah, I, I was She's looking at her. She's just an ugly woman who just oh, rolled God. with the fact that she was ugly. <laughs> okay, fair enough. <laughs> 
Bless her. <laughs> so from here, yeah, the trapeze woman comes down and he's flirting away with her and then Fraulein, whatever her name is, <laughs> gets on a horse and rides off into the stage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's about that. Um, so the I woman believe. was originally supposed to be someone else. Cleopatra. Uh, Cleopatra is supposed to be played by someone else, a much younger, like, actress. Oh, someone who one would look at and say she's the most beautiful big woman. Yes. Uh, that makes more but sense. But the, the person who was supposed to do it, who was contracted to do it, was like, fuck that film, no chance, and managed to talk to the studio and got out of it. <laughs> um, so this is going to be weird and, I like, really judgmental, and I don't mean it. Mean, I don't, it's weird, I don't mean it. But you can tell... That this lady is older, right? Mm-hmm. You can because you referred to her as old earlier. Yeah, yeah. Compared to the other brother. Do you know how old she is? Fucking hell! How old is she? <laughs> she was considered when this film was made over the hill. This was to be her last film for retirement due to them older ladies not getting roles in films back then. Was she thirty-two? She is 32 years old. Oh my god, that was a good guess. She is 32 years old and wow. considered too old to I mean, be she, a Hollywood beauty queen. Clearly she wasn't eating well. <laughs> she looks absolutely fine by any standards. And like, crazy that that would happen back then. But obviously there's a different world back then. Yeah, yeah. She, I mean, I guess I guess what's really weird about it and is it's Botox funny. is a thing now. Because well, you can tell, because she's... She's not even that old. She's got a couple of lines on her face. And it's funny that they would use that as an excuse to not put her in a movie. In films. You got kicked out Especially when you consider this movie that they put her in. Exactly. <laughs> so you, then again, there weren't many films like this that were out there. But there were none. A big role for this woman before she made this film was in another film. I feel like it's a silent film called The Man Who Laughs. Have you ever heard of that, James? No. It's big deal for one reason. As soon as I hear that name, I instantly think of the, the still image of the main character. Who Laughing. I feel like, I, can't, I don't officially know the plot. It's like a love story. A man like falls for a woman, but his face is in a constant Richter's grin. And I feel like when he was a child, someone did that to him to disfigure him. Um, but the, his face was straight up inspiration for the original Joker. If you look at a picture of the poster for the film and a picture of the Joker, they're the same person. Except nice. one's got green hair and the other one's in black and white. <laughs> but that's why The Man Who Laughs is like a big deal. Nice. Yeah, and that woman was from that. And I've never seen it and it's something I should probably see. But like, it's just weird at like 32. And also the other woman, Venus, who I, I, you, I can tell them apart after a while. Yeah. Because she's a lot younger. And also, again, really judgmental. I've, mainly because I'm re-watching these films as an adult and I watched them when I was a lot, lot younger and stuff. Like, when I watched X-Files as a kid, I never got it. And then I watched it as an adult and I'm like, wow, this woman is beautiful. Um, and also this series I always, is fantastic. I always had this weird thing where I was younger. Where I was just like, oh, people in old films aren't attractive. And then as an adult, you look back and you're like, no, they nope. fucking are. Yeah, that, that well, blondie is yeah. very attractive. But, like, even the men, whereas you look back on, like, fucking, like, Clark Gable and shit. And when I was younger, I was just like, oh, they, they have this old, timey thing. Maybe it's because fucking hipsters <laughs> exist now and we just see that shit when you go outside in the street. <laughs> um, <laughs> what you're saying is you want to bang some, some oldie, timey poon. I'm watching this film called Freaks and I'm judging the people based on their looks, <laughs> is what I'm saying. <laughs> you're analyzing which ones you're going to fuck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take all of them. <laughs> um, so we... 
But it kind of goes into a series of um, a series of little vignettes going around and like telling the stories of the different people yeah. and, and introducing people, but without ever saying their names. I mean, the next all, scene is or, literally audibly. introduction to the first time, other than than Hans and Thingy, the the more of the circus performers we get to meet. <laughs> When there's the guy, which was the original scene opening, which now they change because of editing. Sure. But the guy walking down the thing being like, get them out of here, it's fucking disgusting. And they go, that's where I showed you the picture from, where yeah. they're playing by the lake. And that yeah. woman, you can tell that before this film, Todd Browning used to make silent movies. Cause the, yeah. And the same with the acting. You could tell because like, the woman was just like, I want to let them play as children because that's what they are. <laughs> Children, <laughs> and she's got like the makeup that you'd have in like a, an, a silent film and, like, for expressions and, 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 and yeah. shit, and they o- all over-expressive over actions. Yeah, I think that's why I like this film so much. It's like a Tim Burton film. Like Tim Burton obviously homages that shit, mm. and it like this is why this film works so well. It gives it a weird quality, and it never feel like I mean it's it, it's more. I wouldn't even say this was a horror film. It's not. I'd say it's, it's like a horror. fantasy drama. The, I think. Yeah, it's more like a, it's a, it's kind of like a fly on a wall. Yeah, fly fly on a wall. But like fantasy drama, like, obviously overacted and shit. Yeah, and there's some great overacting in it. Not like Jim Carrey overacting, but like really good. Like there's one scene, the wedding scene, mm. which was which filmed, came out of nowhere, which was filmed like a silent movie and even has a title card on it. So literally, if you cut the yeah, audio from really, that scene, really it would still work. You'd still because like. That when he sees her, like, and then gets upset, and it, those close-ups on Frida, and she's, like, crying, and all yeah. that shit, it's fucking amazing. Oh, man, this film's good. <laughs> Do you think he forgot? Do you think he forgot who's no, recording sound? No, I just think sound? they're so... He struggled, he's just, he's he's just struggled making to, sound films, apparently. Yeah, he, he's used to, yeah. to, to that whole process. Well, he, he worked with Lon Chaney a lot, and made a lot of silent films before this, and this film kind of ruined his career a bit, hmm. and he, reti- he made, like, three films afterwards, but, like, then retired, because... The stigmatism of this film was too much, which is fucking insane because I hate the term ahead of its time, but like, it's not. This film was a perfect film for 1932. Yeah. Because it sums it up like, you know, the, like the people saying it's a, you need a stuff, a, a the hard only stomach reason, to look at. The only reason it's ahead of its time is for the public being able to view it and the people and understanding of those people in it. Yeah. Like when this film had its resurgence in the 60s, if, everyone if, loved it. But if it came out now. If it came out now, the PC crowd would get all over but then again yeah. okay so it, okay so if it came out now it's it's full 90 to well full 180 the other side of the spectrum pc patrol will get all over it Everyone's maybe saying, maybe arguably rightfully so being like this is exploitation but and even people and saying at least back in the demanding day, a change of title i'd imagine well yeah yeah it would be called like fucking, <laughs> variety show <laughs> variety show um but like Back in the day, people were like, oh, I can't look at this film, it's fucking disgusting. And now people would be like, oh, it, this film's disgusting for other reasons. Whereas it's like, if you fucking watch the film, <laughs> if you just shut the fuck up and watch the film, the circus performers are the heroes of the goddamn film. They really are. They stick together, they're a family, and they don't let people treat them like shit. <laughs> and it's fucking awesome. And that, they, um, they allude to that at the very beginning of the film, don't they? Where they mention... Um, the air quotes freaks uh, code as well. Who mentions that? Um, it's the it's the the main introducer. Of the yes, film. he does. Because there was also because uh, he says they don't know the how DVD. it happened, but yeah, it's also on the DVD. There's an introduction which went on for ages about like like text introduction that would have been shown at the start of the film, which had stuff about like back in the day, like freaks and abnormal people were the heroes, like fucking 
Hercules and all this shit, mm. and then they got turned into this like villains and stuff, and then it goes on to talk about their code in it, huh. which like is basically if you screw over one of them, you screw over all of them. Yeah, I mean the code doesn't really work because I mean technically Frida was screwed over first, <laughs> but by one of them. Yeah, although I mean we'll get to that later on, but like we should probably talk about this film. Yeah, so, like, it's such a good uh, film. So I mean, yeah, and we, we can do this loosely. Yeah, because yeah. um, there's clearly plenty to say about this film. Yeah, I fucking love it. Uh, which is, I, which I really is a sixty hope... minute film. Uh, yeah, <laughs> pieces we talked about it for like three hours. <laughs> but that film was fantastic. Holy shit! Yeah. <laughs> do you remember when they cut all the pieces off? Oh my god! Do you remember when he built a fucking uh, pieces? <laughs> oh, do you remember that jigsaw? Holy shit! Oh. <laughs> so what? what <laughs> Covered like, in blood. So now we've got the scene where they the the children and then that guy. Even that guy is just like, no, leave them alone. Let them fucking be out here. Yes. And I feel like Frozone. Frozone yeah, is the there, French but he doesn't people. speak. I think this film is set in France. Okay. They're a traveling circus. Yes, and I think they are. it's set in France. Yeah, with German cast and American cast. Yeah. Yes. Well, I mean, it's a traveling it's circus confusing. of misfits that oh, like, all sense. meet up and type stuff. So, yeah, so um, they're all dancing around in a, in a wooded glen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you will. Um, some of them are rolling around, some of them are prancing. Yeah. And this Frenchman's like, what the fuck are you doing? Get yeah, off my yeah. property. That's akin to stealing. Yeah. <laughs> And then she's like, no, these are just simple, simple beings. They're, they're like children, children. So here we've got three of the, <coughs> um, I don't know if it's an offensive tone, so air quotes, pinheads. I'm sure it is, but we Two don't know of which, otherwise. I never knew this. That's what they're until, credited as. Yeah, are they actually? Yeah. I never knew this until I um, watched the making of on it. Two of them are obviously women. One of them is not. One of them is a man. Um, uh, uh-huh. Schlitzy, yeah. the one who is like, he's going to buy a big hat for, yeah. is actually a man. Uh-huh. And the reason he wore a dress was because, I f- don't quote me on this, but it it was easier for him to like go to the toilet and stuff if he wore a dress. So he just wore a dress. And then they just rolled with it in the film and made him a woman. Fair enough. They just refer to him as a woman, yet keep his actual stage name, which is Schlitzy. And his real name was like Simon something. Because when they were in the making of, they were talking about him as Simon. I was just like, what? What the fuck? Um, but yeah. He's a he. Yeah, okay, okay. That's a weird bit of trivia, which I never knew until yesterday. Well, I, I didn't know until now. Now you so know. So thank you. Well, enjoy. Um, well, Schlitzy and the rest. Yeah, they're all, they're all being protected by, what was her name? Like Mad- Pe- Petroline? Madam Petroline or some shit. Who we see in the next scene and then never see again. You do see her at the, um, uh, at the wedding. And also mm. she and another character had a lot more screen time, but it was all cut. Which I will just straight uh. up tell you now. If you remember later on in the film... There's a bit where the don't I, a woman doesn't tell me what to do. I will smoke a cigar. Yeah. Oh, our coffee's here. And that big fat lady brings him the coffee. So the big fat lady ran a stall that sold coffee and liquor. And the madam who fought with the woman as children, uh, the, 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 the circus performers as children, mm-hmm. because she was overwhelmed with having to look after them, would drink quite heavily. And her drinking partner was the fat lady. Which again and they used to sounds drink... very similar to, to Freak Show. I know, right? And yeah. they used to drink together and, and talk about stuff. 
And obviously in 1932, with Prohibition and all that kind of shit, and the new rules uh, coming out, they were like, you're going to have to get rid of all the scenes. With any references to alcohol has to go. Jesus Christ. Well, that's not true because well, they have the champagne. Reference, and they reference but, him drinking too much. Yes. Which makes no sense because they cut all the drinking. Yeah. So I was like, he's never won such a drop, and he yeah. hasn't smoked a single <laughs> cigar. <laughs> yeah, they cut that out. Um, this bitch is crazy. But yes, so a lot of her scenes were cut because of that. Okay. And yeah. then, yeah, and then pe- people seem to have a go about how much of a hard ass she is or something like that. Yeah. And then we're introduced to a couple of other people. We're introduced to um, a person that says half a man and half a woman. Yes, we I do. I assume they're a hermaphrodite. That is correct. Yeah. But the only, they couldn't show genitals, obviously, so the only way they could get around it was the same way they'd get away with it on an actual freak show. With half-dressed clothes yeah, as yeah, man, yeah. half as... Or, like, half black, half white, and the hair done as a man, yeah. done as a woman on one side. And this is where we get are introduced to Hercules, I believe, yes. as well, because the, the guy that started... Whose name I didn't have for the longest time, <laughs> and just called Strongman. Yeah, Hercules is a so obvious. You should have just guessed that. <laughs> But um, we're introduced to one of the husbands of the Siamese twins who come in a bit later. But he is dressed as a woman there as well, which yeah. is pushing it for 1932. But he is talking to him. And as the hermaphrodite walks past, he says, I think he says, she likes you, but he doesn't like you or yeah. something like that. But the original and line that they had stitches. to change because of fucking lines, because of reasons, was Hercules said, when I see it... I don't know whether I should kiss her or kill him. But they were like, that's too offensive. Let's change it to the other line, which I guess is Oh, but it's fine to punch her in the face later. Which has a line missing from it (laughs) as well. Which I don't know why they cut that line out. But you know, he walks up to her and says, well, here's one one for your eye. Yeah. Uh, They cut the line out. When he walks up to her, she's powdering her nose. And when he walks up to her, he says, um, and this is the line they cut out. I see you're fixing your nose. Well, here's one for your eye. Well, that would have made much more <laughs> I sense. know, right? Why did they cut that line out? <laughs> <laughs> also, oh, it's so weird that, like, he can punch... I mean, he punched him in the man half, so I guess it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> so <Yeah>. weird. <laughs> yeah, why not? But it's like a fantasy film, so that I think that you can you can do that. In a world where literally is that person's split in half. Is it a fantasy film or is it an idea well, that, that, person they're, isn't that they're supposed to be like, split in put, half like that? No, but, but they're like, they're, it's kind of like a little microcosm that they're portraying. They're trying to say that this is kind of what goes on behind the scenes at these places. Yeah, yeah. There are all these relationships and all these little stories and everyone's fucking everyone else. Yeah, yeah. The, One of the reviews slagged and off And he the only hit the man part of her. <laughs> One of the reviews slagged the film off for the tent being too big and shit in the background and then was like, but only the experts would notice this. And it's just like, no one fucking cares. Shut up. Um, right, so yeah, we introduced to... Now, this, no, I mean, yeah. you can't... You it's don't Hercules really do... and Blondie. And they're in an argument, aren't they? Venus. Her name yeah, is. yeah, Venus. Uh, they're having a massive argument. I have no idea what she does. I assume she's a singer. She's the that's animal trainer. That's why she's oh, with Freddy. that's why she carries And it. the only reason I know that is because it. I was reading about the film. She's and, the animal And trainer. she ushers the seal into, uh, into, its, into its little seal yes. hole. Into the seal cabin. <laughs> yeah, with a big splash. And, and I'm like, what? They yeah. have water in that cabin? <laughs> yeah, there's no fucking other animals in this. No. I mean, there's a little horse. So she storms off. Um, so Venus storms off. And this sets off. up that... She, she walks out being like, I'm good for nothing except for when you spend all my money, which sets up that he, that he is using people for money. Yeah, exactly. And that, um, also, she was saying she's done with this place as well, wasn't she? Yeah. 
Yeah. And then we're introduced to one of the best characters in the film as she walks past him complaining, who is Frozo, mm. who I might accidentally call, and I did earlier call Frozone by accident, <laughs> um, who is genuinely... A clown? One of, yeah. <laughs> one know. of the, like, nicest people on film. He's the really way good. he talks to the circus performers, <laughs> he's like the only person in the film that talks to them like they're people. He's the only person and who acknowledges kind to them. them. Yeah. yeah. And is really kind to them. And is kind to everyone. Yeah. And is like such he's a nice man. only looking out for everyone's best interests. Yeah. And the only time he's not is when he's trying to create something that will bring glee to other people. Yeah, like that weird fucking suit that he's made yeah. in a bath with wheels on it. <laughs> But like, he, got me. You never see fucking characters like him in films. He's such a Just nice happy man. happy characters. Yeah, and yeah. even the final scene, he shows up at the end and with the Frida and then is like, look what we've done, let's get out of here, we've done mm. good here. And it's just like, fuck, even in the last minute, you're like <laughs> saving the day. Like, man, there needs to be more characters like him in films. I agree. And so Venus comes out and she starts ripping into him. Yeah. Because she's pissed off at Hercules. Yeah, yeah, and then storms off into a trailer, and then he it takes him a few seconds, and he's like, "The fuck? Why are you there?" <laughs> yeah, so he goes in and tries, and he's like, "Look, it's not my fault. You can't control your emotions," and basically has a go at her for being like an out of control woman. Yeah, yeah, and then to which point she goes, "Oh, you're totally right. I'm sorry." <laughs> I just need a man here to help me. Missing lines there was uh, she was saying about he's saying about you need someone to you just need someone to lie down with you at night to sleep with like to sleep next to you. you to which she says, "I need more than just someone to sleep next to." Which they had to just cut straight out in 1932 because it's a straight up reference to sex, which you couldn't uh, have back you then. You can't have sex. Oh no, no, no one has sex. Hey, not in 1932. Mm-hmm. Jesus Christ. Can you imagine if you got someone from 1932 and sat them in front of the fucking internet? Sat them in front of Game of Thrones. <laughs> this is from before you. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes, that sets up that their weird little love story, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, which is just pleasant. Yeah, And then after that, we meet the conjoined twins. We do. And I, this is the first of many times where you meet one of these circus performers where every time you meet a new one, they do their routine. They do their trick, yeah. Which is and this Frozone. one is Frozo being super super friendly and flirty with them, and he tickles one, and the other one feels it. Mm. So, as a reference to the times back then, and like what a different world it is. Is it F. Scott Fitzgerald, the guy that wrote The Great Gatsby? Oh. The Great Gatsby. He uh, walked into I feel like MGM, saw the Siamese twins saw one of them reading from the menu and the other one deciding what they wanted based on that person reading from the menu. Um, which Wait, I, it's just a reading trick. and not talking? Oh, okay. It's just a trick. They <laughs> they didn't have the actual thing where if you pinch one of the shoulders, the other one would have known it. It's just their mm. trick that they did. Oh, they've got separate brains. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, and he was so shocked by this in the 1930s, he ran to the toilet and threw up. It's my control. Get a grip, mate. <laughs> yeah, so we're introduced to her, and then we then meet the uh, guy who has the stutter, yeah. who plays it up big time for this with literal Porky Pig fucking jokes, yeah. um, who is one of the girl's husbands, which sets up comedy for later on as well. well and the other one isn't a big fan of him. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Classic comedy scenes. Uh, which, again, 
big storyline in Freak Show. Yeah. In American Horror Story Freak Show. They literally lifted this entire film and padded it out yes, with they did. all the scenes they cut out. And added the lobster boy fingering women. Yep, exactly. Lobstering women. Genuinely, American uh, Horror Story Freak Show them. is great. Yeah. 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 Um, I didn't enjoy the singing. There wasn't a bit too much singing. Oh, man. What it's about, the, sing- what about the singing in this film? <laughs> Google, gobble, Google, gobble. Why not have us? Why not have us? <laughs> I remember that being more sinister. <laughs> <laughs> but they're good guys. Yeah, they're not the villains. And you, even... The thing is, if you have that with a slightly more menacing tone, yeah. and then you have like a, a, a camera angle like tilt... Dutch, yeah. Tilt, I don't know if you can say... Uh, so, you could say Dutch yeah, camera angle. There's yeah. French German people in it. <laughs> so you have it French to the side. Yeah. And like track in or something Google gobble one of us one of us <laughs> and then they start feasting on her like you could totally change the story <laughs> I mean it, it it escalated there to feasting on her um. <laughs> this film lacked cannibal acts That's okay so I've got Freddy the man I'm on I, I should turn my notes over so, so strong man gets on with Blondie yes yeah, so but this at, is now at, other Blondie so we're now we're at the strong man gets with other Blondie now I feel like and oh, I by don't right, know before this he literally doused himself in cologne like he was walking around like spraying himself head to toe as soon as he had an argument with Blondie yeah he like doused himself in cologne and then went to see Cleopatra, Cleopatra. and I propose to you this over James I don't know if you get the feeling I get the feeling he was already boning pre Cleopatra. Without a doubt. Like a like, hundred they were boning, they're, right? They're, they've been a relationship and he's just been using uh-huh. um Blondie for um, Venus for her money. Yeah. And now he is just gonna put all of his efforts into Cleopatra because she's getting money from a certain source. Exactly. And she also knew like what egg like that he was gonna eat a shitload of eggs. Like that was a joke in there. And was ready for him when he came in. Mm-hmm. And wearing a kimono was very risky to 1932. It's quite revealing. And also has some fucking obvious double entendres in there, which is, do you like it? Talking about the food. And he's like, yeah, motherfucker, and gets hold of her. <laughs> he obviously didn't say motherfucker. Um, but this is when they're she- being spied on by uh, the... I don't know what the hermaphrodite's name is, or if I should be saying hermaphrodite. Is that who was spying on? Yeah, because that's when I he walked over Johnny. and then laid him out. <laughs> oh, sorry, there. Because yes. I think yeah. the girl one fancied him, and that's why. And then that's the last time you see this person, think, really. I don't think this person had a split on. personality. Well, I think that's what they were implying. <laughs> um, I think that's what they were making fun of. <laughs> I think it's actually just a person with a dick and a vagina. <laughs> Which, if you had that, you wouldn't need a... No, I'm going to cut that. <laughs> So, yeah, then I've got the, the trapeze artist is fobbing off hands um, and get and like she she's saying like, oh, he's here. I'll just I'll get rid of him. Yes. Hands turns out to proclaim his love or whatever or give her something. To give her a he, gift because she doesn't like some of the gifts and did like the others. I think she complained about fruit. He had oh. got her fruit and she's like, I don't like fruit. And Hercules is like, Hercules mate, fruit's good for you. And then she was like, well, next time I'm going to ask for some Herculade. And then Hercules is like... Flying high, I'm the <laughs> nicest guy. <laughs> uh, yeah, so then she was like, I'm going to ask for some champagne, which we see later on and stuff. Mm-hmm. But this is where we get that she's just taking these gifts from him. Yeah, and then making sure she doesn't have to see him any other time than Exactly, that. yeah, yeah. And then from that, we end up with uh, with Frida. Frida chatting with Venus. And this is unfortunately the scene where acting is getting better because it's the bit where she's like, ooh, do this for me and ooh, do that for but me. But it's also Lipshin. the scene where she talks for a long time. Yeah. 
and as a not great actor. But by the end of the film, she's really good. She gets In fact, better. the next kind of big scene when you see her when he, she goes to confront Hans, it's like, she's really good in it. And I feel so sorry for her. <laughs> How have I not made a joke about her getting handsy? Because they don't. And they're also brother and brother sister. And sister. <laughs> Which is the real freak show. <laughs> yeah, so... It's just nature taking its course, Lee. This is, this is where <laughs> Venus... Finds out, like, is figuring shit out and knows that Cleopatra's full of shit. Mm-hmm. Um, later on, she's going to confront Hercules about it. Yeah. Um, but that's much later on. So from there, we go to the scene where the men are playing cards. In the tent. And they are winding hands up by saying lewd things about Cleo. Mm-hmm. And this is where he said something that's incomprehensible. But I know, I now know what it said, his line was. <sighs> Please enlighten me. Which is... What have you on your shoulders for heads? Swill pails? <laughs> is what he said. Unfortunately, you can't understand a word of what he's saying. I thought he Admit- spoke in German. No, the next bit he does speak in German. Okay. He starts shouting at them in German because they're like taking the piss out of him. But to be fair, like it's the film, the sound quality from a film from 1932 is not great. Because no. even when they're like, here's my card, ma'am. I don't know what their next lines were. <laughs> Because the like, I just didn't, I couldn't make that shit. They out. weren't used. They weren't used to shooting talkies. Yeah, yeah, true. And it was still lit as well. These all these things are like lit, like silent films as well. Mm. Like there's a certain aesthetic to like black and white films. There's some beautiful lighting in this film though, especially later on. It's a shame it's not on Blu-ray yet. Mm. Maybe it's. I don't know if it's hard to do it, but like the Universal horror films are on Blu-ray already. But I don't know. Like I don't, this film was a failure, right? Yeah, which is, and it's. I guess it, it must has and has it got cult acclaim now? It, yeah, it has now. Like, yeah, I still meet a lot of people who've never heard of it. Yeah, it's really kind of like I guess that's it's why it's niche. not on Blu-ray. Yeah, it's niche. That's probably why it's not out on Blu-ray when yeah. it fucking should be. Because people are still terrified of looking at people that look different to them. Then those people should go kill themselves. Bring it on. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> and this is the last podcast you ever heard. <laughs> so yeah, so uh, so they've been teasing Hans, and then at this point, actually, Hans does get handsy. He goes over, yes, he does, and he rubs up um, Cleopatra. Sexual here, she's saying, pushing it, oh, pushing it for oh, my shoulders sore and drops her her, her tops. Oh you can see her shoulder. You know, in 1932, it was illegal for a woman to show her shoulder. <laughs> Look at your face, James. <laughs> I'm not believing that for one second. <laughs> Have but the shoulder, the shoulder was essentially the nipple of 1932. It was. <laughs> <laughs> she shoulder That slipped. was a bit where the woman like passed out in the cinema. <laughs> oh! <laughs> David! <laughs> so I told you no! <laughs> James. <laughs> um, yes. So they uh, are just mocking hands here. Mm-hmm. And, and she's obviously mocking him. And there was an earlier scene where she's obviously mocking him, where she drops her fucking coat and then, like, positions herself so he can put it back around her shoulders and obviously but he can't, can't fucking reach. reach. Yeah. Which is like, how are you not noticing how but much in this, a she's, bitch this woman yeah. is? And that's, like, straight away. And she plays a really good villain throughout the whole of this. Yeah. Like, she is a very, very good villain. As is Herculade. Yeah. Do you know what? Well, Gen- I feel like he's just long for the ride a lot of the time. I feel say- like she is probably leading him. I was going to save this for later, but I might bring it now when you're talking about her being a really good villain and it being like really stylistic and like expressions and all this kind of shit. Thinking about 101 Dalmatians. Imagine if this film was made by Disney <laughs> and was an animation about um, dogs. No, about circus performers. <laughs> 
Because they, in a variety did, show. they did Hunchback of Notre Dame in a lesser extent, Beauty and the Beast, because of all the servants being like candles and mm. shit. And like, Lion King. Yeah, and they, yeah. <laughs> That's got a man with a disfigurement that they make fun of by calling him Scar. <laughs> Um, he, I assume that wasn't his birth name. They uh, and uh, Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. So like, mm. imagine if this film was an animated film by Disney. I reckon you could get away with it. Yeah. I went, and that woman is such a Cruella de Villian type villain. And that's so over the and top. The and literally pouring singing. poison yeah. in from a little black thing with an X on it or whatever. Like, literally a. She's the Wicked character. Witch of yeah. the West, isn't she? Exactly. And one of these motherfuckers was for the fucking Lollipop Guild. Mm. The one she was trying to kill was from the Lollipop Guild. It makes so much sense. <laughs> now you know. And she was 32, so she looked like an old hag. And if you play this alongside Pink Floyd, it all sinks up. Yeah. <laughs> for an hour, and then you have to go back to the start. Um, but yeah, I re- you could get away with this being a Disney film, I reckon. And you could probably yeah. put all the missing shit back in. Mm, except if someone cuts off a dick. Like, if I that happens. I don't know if that If happens, that happens. If that was to have happened. Yeah, yeah, because you can do menacing shit in Disney films. Although, there was a missing scene that they did film with him, the Hercules man, at the freak show at the end, also having a falsetto voice. So maybe you are right about a castration. But that I makes sense. feel like it implied the castration. They didn't show it. Especially in 1935. Especially if they're like, oh, we can't film a line where he says he and her or whatever. I doubt they're going to show a dick getting cut off a la fucking Night of the Demon. <laughs> no, that was a dick being ripped out from the <laughs> yeah, base. Yeah. From the base. Oh, that took so much out. Um, so from uh, the card game, we get, I've written down Venus and Frozone flirt a little more and then Johnny yeah. the Half-Boy runs in to talk about the gag that he did. Uh, you called Venus. him Half-Boy. I wrote down the description. I mean, his stage name was Just Johnny half the Half-Boy. Boy. Oh, perfect. <laughs> What was your... Nothing. No? <laughs> no. You, James. Um, yeah, so we see Johnny the Half-Boy, and this is where, uh, also this scene gets ended by the bearded lady. Giving you... gi- giving birth. Yeah. So Which I heard something about that. What did you hear? The bearded lady, um, he said, I want you to leave your hair natural. He said... The director yeah. said, leave, leave the hair and the beard natural. Now, she was putting dye in it and stuff. She went and, and, and made a jet black. Did you know that this person hated the film Freaks? I did not. This person would adamantly slag it off and say it was pure exploitation and that the film was shit and talked about her terrible time making the film. Now, you would say that if you're a bearded lady. Now, this lady did do all this shit, but everyone's just like, nah, mate, she's full of shit because she had the biggest ego out of all of them and as you can tell, is barely in the film yeah. and was so annoyed that she was barely in the film, just went around slagging it off. What a bitch. Was she was she supposed to be in anything else and was cut out? I don't think so. I mean you see her later on at the I just assume the only other time you see her is at the wedding. Mm. Not, yeah, at the wedding. And then there's two other people in there you never see again, which is the sword swallower and the fucking fiery. Well they're they're just a I guess tricks. yeah, I guess they're not quote unquote freaks I guess they are the like circus just regular circus performers well the guy with the stutter I guess I he's guess I circus, guess he has a like, stutter he's and mates maybe with people the think well that's interesting yeah but he clearly was on stage with the Hercules <laughs> man I assume mm. he's just one of the performers and he's like a clown but he's married to um, one of the and he just dresses people. as a lady and that's his thing in his thing yeah, yeah I assume yeah 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 I was gonna I was just gonna repeat the title of the film never mind <laughs> Uh, <laughs> uh, and the bearded lady yeah she hated the film then we cut to 
Stutterman um, gets an <laughs> Stutterman <laughs> gets an argument uh, with one half of his wife. Yeah. Or the half that is his wife. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Of the conjoined twins, this is, and they're chatting away, and then um, the other half that isn't his wife says, "Well, I gotta go do something." And he's like, you're always coming up with that excuse. Yeah. yeah. Like, this is an awful excuse. I've got to go <laughs> do something. <laughs> and also, that's not what he said. He was like, you always say, you always say, you always say. That's all, fuck. Like, literally that fucking joke from Porky Pig repeated many times. I wonder I wouldn't if be surprised if he Porky actually Pig. had a stutter there. He did have a star, and he got over it and then brought it back for the film just to be like, whatever. I'm, I can still do it. Yeah, yeah I've still got it. <laughs> Uh, so then we go to our first armless woman. He was like, I just need Sorry. to remember the thing that traumatized me into having a stutter, and he was stuck with it again forever. <laughs> uh, yeah, we go to the first armless woman, and she's sewing. Yes. And she is with a, um, don't know the correct term. The ugly woman. Is that this one? What? No, I thought you were saying the woman that was just ugly. No, no, no. Her, she was, was sewing, trick. and she was with, I assume, her partner, who is a small person. Oh, yeah. I don't know the correct term. Don't want to insult anyone. Yeah. Little person. He... Or a small person. This actor is in Mad Max Thunderdome, which I think was his last film. I saw that, yeah. He's the... I assume he is the one controlling the massive Down Syndrome person, (laughs) which I remember him fighting that big, like, monstrosity of a person with a big helmet on, and then when they knock the helmet off, the guy's got, like, Down Syndrome, and Max is like, oh... (laughs) I'm really sorry I was beating you up. <laughs> <laughs> um, and the, uh, he got talked about in this film. Uh, the guy, the, the person, like, in the commentary and the making of was, like, a horror author, a, like, historian. And he said, like, this film, he gets covered in wine. And then in Mad Max Thunderdome, he gets covered in pig entrails. So, like, <laughs> that poor guy. And he, he, just he, he called him shit. up for an interview and managed to speak to him. And, but when he asked him about the film Freaks, that guy shot him right down and said to him, I don't want any more publicity. I get enough of it walking down the fucking street. Hmm. He maybe didn't say fucking, so that wasn't a direct quote. But Yeah, he might have. Yeah. So, I mean, again... So in this scene, um, they, they, they start talking about how Cleopatra isn't one of them. Yes. As well. And, and this is where you, like, besides Cleopatra acting like a bit of a bitch... Um, this is where you start to see that other people are saying there's something that right with her. She doesn't gel with the rest of us. She's like, quote unquote, a normal person. Yeah. A non-disfigured person. Yeah. And they, they seem quite frustrated with her. Well, again, this is also just a point just to show a woman who has no arms doing some sewing. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. Foot sewing. It's great. Yeah. It's and drinking talented. wine. Yeah. Because yeah. he gives her a thing to drink. And then we cut to someone else doing a trick. We cut to uh, the Prince. torso, the human torso, yep. roll, smoking a cigarette, looking down the barrel of the camera. Because I assumed you're smoking a joint, but I guess that's just because it was crudely it... done. I mean, you say crudely, that's pretty well done. <laughs> and it was done. very tightly rolled, yeah. but it was, it was pointed at both ends. It's fine. And then we cut to the second armless person one eating. Sec. He is fantastic at, roll, at, at lighting that cigarette. Yeah, he fucking knocks that shit out. <laughs> yeah. Really, but, I wish I could do that with my mouth. I mean, you could probably train yourself to do it. I like. I mean, Entire. he's had years to... He, he's probably trained himself to do a lot of things with his mouth. Yeah. No wonder the women love him. Okay, so yeah, so now we cut to people flirting with uh, Frozo. Schlitz. Do Schlitz. we? Yeah, Schlitz f- flirting with Frozo. Do we go... Before we go to the skinny armless woman. Do we... When do we see Cleo and Hans sharing champagne together? Uh, in a few... 
in a few segments. Okay, so so, so we've got the bit with Frozo flirting with the pinheads. Yeah. Um, in Airquest. Being super nice to them. Being and super this is nice. the bit where He's I... Saying, like, I'm going to buy you a hat. The he, biggest but then the hat other the one came flower. along and he was like, I'm going to buy the, them hats as well. And then Even bigger hat. Schlitzy got like all upset about it. Schlitzy gets really pissed off and starts like slapping him on the chest. This is where I don't what Slitchy is saying no no um, I assume there were lines yeah but obviously I think getting across oi stop it you're buying me the fucking yeah, hat don't be a dick buy me the hat get me the biggest feather you can yeah, get them yeah. like a little cap did you notice when Johnny came along I wrote down cock blocking here that fucking Venus seemed to be really pissed off that Johnny had come along because she was having a conversation with the guy and then he yeah. and then Johnny said have you done that joke I told you to do and he's like yeah come check it out isn't it funny and the joke is an entire costume <laughs> where you get hit on the head and your head goes missing. And that woman doesn't find Frozone funny at all, well, I think, but really wants to bone him for his yeah, 1930s pigeon chest. Yeah, I think she just chest. wants to bone him and wants to have a relationship. And he's like, I'm a funny clown. <laughs> <laughs> Although he's... He, she's I think the, because he's being so friendly, he doesn't see her not, advances. I guess, yeah, but she, she she's the only person he's not super nice to. I mean, he's nice to her, but he's not, like, super friendly with him. I think he see, he treats her as a friend instead of someone that he should be boning. Yeah. So. Uh, so yes. Yeah, so then we, then we, we go, go to um, the the skinny armless woman who's eating and drinking with her feet. Yeah. Um, and again, were they talking about Cleopatra there? No, they are talking about how well the show did, how many people showed up, and it was because of the Russo brothers or some shit. Yeah. I don't think the names of Russo brothers. That's the guys that did. Captain America Winter Soldier uh, but they were saying shit like that and then it just cuts to what I think is the next bit with Hans and Cleo Indeed. drinking right yeah. now this scene I I can't remember what happens in the scene and if it's important or not but it's just her drinking champagne and I think it's just showing that she got another thing that she, she was she's gonna, using him yeah that, that's all we really glean from it but the commentary at this point in the track said head I can't oh man I can't remember what his real name is I don't know if I wrote it down Harry Harry oh man I can't read my own hand, handwriting Harry Esther or something no uh-huh. it's not that okay. but Harry uh, but Fra- uh, Hans, Hans and Frida the commentary genuinely says at this point had, uh, had they not left Germany after the first world war Hitler probably would have sent them to the gas chambers true yeah, yeah but like unnecessary yeah <laughs> Unnecessary for you to say during. Good, good thing they left. <laughs> um, I just thought that was a fucking weird <laughs> bit of the commentary, and then he just goes silent. Like even he knew it was an unnecessary thing to say. But yeah, yeah again, the film it's was true. very well received. Yeah. <laughs> Hitler's personal collection. Um, then I got we meet the twi- the twins and a second husband and comedy comedy and shoes where they're like, oh, you should come over sometime, and he's like, yeah, you should come over yes. sometime. You'll have to visit us. Well, you'll have to visit us. And I'm like, you guys are going to be... You, you better get used to this threesome that's about right. to happen. Because you're going to be staring into his eyes a lot. Yeah. And I don't know if this is pre or before... I don't know when this comes up. But uh, Frozo is talking to him. And he's slagging off saying he couldn't sleep that night because she was reading a book all night. Um, <laughs> but that's when they notice hands coming out of the thing after drinking with Cleopatra. Mm. And then that leads into the scene where Frida goes to see him and he's just like, sorry, love, I love the big woman, not you. Yeah, well, F- yeah, Frida confronts Hans. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, and she's having a go, she's bitching about his smoking, his drinking, and then, like, I mean, don't just pile it on. <laughs> like, focus on the thing that you're upset with. Yeah. Like, pick your battles at this point, right? <laughs> 
Um, so she's uh, she starts having a go about her, and she's like, she doesn't love you. She's not going to be good for you. And he's like, she's the one that I want. Yeah. And like, <laughs> she's the one that I want. <laughs> but yeah, and then at that point, well, they're married. No, they're not married. She, they're engaged to be they married. They keep saying that she's his wife. No, wife to be. Because um, then he's like, please forgive me. And she's like, I forgive you. I just want you to be happy. And it's just like, holy shit. I felt really bad for her. deep. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, she's really crushed, like, like just trodden on in this movie. Yeah. And then she goes to see fucking Cleo, but just before well, then, they're well, discussing... Well, then we've got the, yeah, the strongman, Hercules, is in there. Yeah. And he's in there with Cleo, um, chilling out, and he's saying um, that he'll squash hands like a bug. Yeah, I also wrote that down, squash him like a bug, because it's kind of like, genuinely, I mean, we know later on what happens, but like at this point I'm like, what the fuck are they going to do against this guy that's supposed to be a super strong man? Yeah. Like, what are any of them going to do? To overpower him. Exactly, they're not going to be able to. (laughs) Set fire to his cabin when he's sleeping. I mean, that's risky. (laughs) Um, Poison him slowly over weeks. That's why I made a note of that, because I'm like, shit, these these villains are great because they're like... I mean, this, um, that's what makes them great villains. They are literally above their station. They think they're so fucking good, but we find out later on they are not that good and get taken down real quick. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. But it's good in a way. It's almost like Disney-esque again. It is. Yeah, exactly. They're big out to be this massive thing, and then you see, like, a fade, and everyone's dead. Yeah. <laughs> um, so Which then- is kind of akin to, like, them being a shadow on a wall as they... In uh, yeah. Lion King, where yeah, Scar gets exactly taken back by of. the hyenas, and Scar treats the hyenas like they treat the circus performers. Mm-hmm. Or, I mean, Hercules is basically gassed on in this, being like, fuck the fucking beast, and gets the shit kicked out of him. <laughs> yes, he does. So, so now we go to the weddings. No, so, so Frida, confrontation. Frida con- yeah, yeah. Um, confronts Cleopatra and saying, you just won him for the money. And then she basically tells him that Hans has a fortune. Yes. To which oh, sorry, just- Hercules comes out and is greedy. We missed the bath scene. Hercules comes out and is greedy. Um, and he's like, fortune? I always knew he had a fortune. Well, just before this, I mean, she had got... When it cuts to uh, 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 Hercules and Cleopatra, they're looking at a platinum necklace that he bought mm, for her. And she's like, yeah. I'm just going to sell it. Yeah. And then it's like, well, how are you going to get away with that? Because he's going to be like, where's the fucking thing I bought for you? And then she's saying, it's like, not good oh, I didn't enough. like it. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and then the fortune gets mentioned, which then whip pan to, <laughs> or like fade up to wedding scene. Yeah, so then we have the wedding feast. And I thought, whose wedding is this? Who is talking about a wedding? Mm-hmm. <laughs> what did I miss? How much time has passed? Did anyone propose? <laughs> It's kind of like, if I was to modern day this, it would be like when, I assume, James, you haven't had the unfortunate to see Rick? Fan Stick, which I have seen. No. So in Fan Stick, if Is you that watch... a fan-made film about people who love the Fantastic Four? Essentially, but <laughs> by someone who doesn't understand the Fantastic Four whatsoever and a studio that don't know how to make films. Oh, perfect. Um, so there's a bit in that. If you watch the trailers, you see The Thing, Ben Grimm The Thing, also a... Uh, abnormal circus performer um (laughs) he is smashing up tanks and fighting tanks now all of this shit was cut out of the film all of the good shit in the trailer was literally cut out of the film and it literally goes from 
then going to some secret base to a title card coming up saying four years later. And we've literally, that's where all that shit was supposed to go in there. It feels like, it felt like watching this, now I know it's not true, but the 30 minutes that was missing may have been there. Yeah, I thought, but it's not, I thought it's there'd be some places. Yeah, yeah, I mean, there probably is more stuff. And for timing, they cut out. Mm. Because the first line they got cut about the freaks and their... Like how they have a code. It wasn't and necessary. It was cut for timing. Yeah, I think I think they want to get it down to an hour. Yeah, yeah. Once they cut half an hour, they're like, we might as well have it as a fairly round number. Exactly. It's almost entirely an exactly an hour. So yeah. Um. But so here we see her, and this is one of the notes from the uh, like uh, commentary. No, from the people at the time that were coming up with this new code for making films and shit. So we see her co- like cartoonishly pouring poison into a bottle Mm -hmm. um and they wanted them to cut that out because they were like if you show that people people will know how to pour poison poison into a bottle yeah uh to which the argument is well you let gangster films come out and if you show gangster films then it shows people how to be a gangster (laughs) that is stupid logic (laughs) yeah it shows you how to shoot someone but this whole scene is basically filmed like a silent movie. Yeah. And you don't even need dialogue for this bit because and this of is, how well it's shot. And this is um, everyone sat around the table. People are performing their tricks. Um, people are playing flute, uh-huh. swallowing swords, yeah. eating fire, licking fire. Yeah. All throughout this. And it, it's really, really nicely shot. Um, you've got Cleopatra poisoning Hans's champagne. Yeah. And then constantly topping up his drink. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As uh, Frida is sat opposite watching, just disappointed. Yeah. And then she just ups it with being an absolute cunt. cunt. And kisses Hercules yeah. in front of him. Yeah, she kisses Baston. And this is Gaston. When, yeah, <laughs> Baston. <laughs> this is when he was like, oh no, I've made a mistake. And then she's making fun of him being like, oh, you little green-eyed monster. And he's just like, oh yeah. shit, what yeah, have she, I done? Yeah, she's really horrible to she's him. Yeah, she make, makes out with a strong cunt. man. And then she's like, oh, I've made my husband jealous. And then I was thinking... Wait, it's the strong man, your husband? Because I really had no idea what was going on in this scene at the beginning. Um, <laughs> and you've seen this before. And I've seen this before. Yeah, and she really just, just chewed into him. Yeah. And, uh, and then everyone started shouting, we accept her, we accept her. Gibble, gobble, okay. one of us. This is one, this is one out of two times in my <laughs> life. Because, again, this is a pretty obscure film, I, I would say. Isn't there a reference of this in, like, Family Guy or something? Gobble, gobble, one of us. So close. It's in Clerks, the animated series. Uh, no, I've seen it in something else, I'm sure. In Cl- I don't think this is in Family Guy, but in Clerks, the animated series, the pinheads keep showing up in one episode, huh. and every time you see them, they say, one of us, one of us, and run away laughing. <laughs> and I remember watching that in college, having just seen Freaks, and then getting into Kevin Smith and being like, it was an animated show of Clerks, which mm. is a fucking good show, mm-hmm. but got cancelled because of bullshit reasons. And it came out at the same time as Family Guy, which makes me sad that you said Family Guy. Um, I'm sure I saw it in another animated show. There's, a, there's an episode... Where they actually said, like, Google, Google There's an episode Garwin. in Clerks, a TV show, where they're like, oh, man, this I found a book about how to write comedy shows or something, and the book says, like, written by Seth MacFarlane or some shit on it, because they had a feud with Family Guy because well, they were being made at the uh, same time but unfortunately Clerks just disappeared into obscurity yeah. but I remember having which I would now refer to as a Captain America and Avengers moment where I'm like oh my god I get that reference <laughs> and just by f- circus performer coincidence I wouldn't have fucking got that reference had I not seen Freaks like the week before I saw Clerks the animated series hmm. which is so fucking strange 
Um, but there's another one later on when we get to it. But this was like, I remember that being so like, wow. That I remember watching that in Clerks being like, this show is obscure. And that is a fucking obscure reference in an obscure show. Definitely. <laughs> <laughs> How many Kevin Smith fans have watched Freaks? I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, um, I mean, this Cleo scene is I, this is one of two iconic scene. scenes, though. Well, Claire starts um, shouting the title. This is so when she's like, dirty, freaks. slimy freak. Yeah. Get out, get out, all of you. And then it cuts to that shot of them all Because she realises that she's become one of them. Yeah, she's like, I'm not one of you. Yeah. And it cuts to that shot where, where they're all standing there looking at her, disappointed. And then the poor small person takes a full-on whole pint of champagne to the face <laughs> and just has to stand there and take it. And I feel like, I don't know if that was scripted, it must have been, but like such a dick move for it to hold on that shot. And he he takes it like a fucking champ. Yeah. He doesn't react at all, he just stands there and takes it. It's probably from all those abusive dates he went on. True. <laughs> so yeah, and then then the next scene is oh, wait, like... just before oh, though. Wait, oh, 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 just before, got, Herc then ups the fucking thing by being an absolute oh, dick and picks up hands and chucks him on Cleo's shoulders and, and she, she walks him around like she's she a She rides around, she gallops. Yeah! She gallops and, he's, and they're literally saying, he's riding her like a horse. <laughs> and then he goes and steals a flute and starts dancing around them playing yeah. it. Yeah. Which now makes sense because you mentioned the flute. I was wondering where the fuck the flute came from. Like someone ran <laughs> up and handed it to him. But Maybe that was his other thing. Like he played beautiful flute and lifted weights. <laughs> yeah, so the next thing is Hans apologising to them while dabbing his own forehead because he's dripping with sweat. Because he's poisoned. Because he's poisoned. But again, I guess, I mean, there's something to be said in these films. You should make all films like this so that if you turn the sound off, you could still know what the fuck was going on. You could tell that he's mm. obviously drunk the poison and it's having an effect on him. Yeah. I, there's something about 1930, like black and white films with the lighting and like, especially in the scene where uh, Frida gets upset because the lighting and shit, like it's making her eyes almost glisten. With mm. She's obviously got fucking lights in her face, like 1930 lights. Her eyes. Yeah. So like, it just looks great. It just looks great. It this does. film does. <laughs> it does. It does. It looks really nice. But I mean, especially for me, like, and I'm sure everyone, the the end scenes in oh, the dark the with all the water, fantastic as shit. I love it. You can tell when it's on a soundstage in fucking 1930 films when it's raining and the lighting. There's something about the way the rain <laughs> falls at like an weird angle that you just, can tell it's perfect. not outside. <laughs> yeah, it's exactly it. It falls perfectly down. <laughs> So yeah, so Hans blames himself and he's saying, you only want to laugh at me and he passes out. Yeah. And um, and then Cleo carries him back to his trailer. I, I thought she was going to like hunt around and look at everything. Is, um, are they being watched by Johnny or whoever no, at this By point? Limbless Man. Um, yeah. This is what I've written down here. Pr- by the prince. Yes, he prince. rolls out from under a wheel. Yeah, he's like propped up there. <laughs> well, he's propped himself up there. He's like, he's like can you... <laughs> Can you move me? <laughs> well, I saw in, in a scene later on when he does the same thing. He crawls up underneath. And it looks like he, he props up and he's about to tip over onto his back and they cut it. Oh. Um, apparently in this film, he was carried around by his son for the majority of it. Bless him. I think he was carried around by his son for the... I think that's the reason he had a son. <laughs> Genius. Um, he birthed legs. He birthed... <laughs> Jesus. Uh... 
Yeah, and so then we have a doctor showing up saying he's definitely been poisoned. Yeah, and then he's saying, she said, oh, but I gave him mustard water or something. And he's like, well, then you saved his life. Yeah, she. so everyone's clearly suspicious of her at this point, And everyone's mm. looking at her. And that's when she says about, well, I did this, did I do the wrong thing? And he's like, no, you did good there. And she's clearly trying to cover her tracks. Yeah. And this is where Venus leaves knowing she's full of shit, right? And mm-hmm. goes up to Hercules and confronts him. Yeah. And then he is about to like fucking smack her one, and then looks over and sees all the circus performers just staring him down, staring at and him. And he, and for a fucking big old man that's going to squash him like bugs, shits himself a little, and like backs off. And then she threatens to go to the police. Well, he doesn't know the magic that they harbor. I mean, I assume they have fucking magic. The superpowers there. They straight up do. We will get into that for the twist ending (laughs) that was ruined in one of the reviews back in the day when they showed a picture of it being like, this is silly that this happens at the end of the movie. (laughs) Yes, yes, it is. Dick move. Um, (laughs) Dick move. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. um, So everyone's surrounding uh, thingy. Mm-hmm. Uh, strong man. So then Johnny watches Cleo poison hands. Yes. And then hands figures. Out, well, she's doing it really menacingly, like like a like a like she's on stage mm-hmm. and wants everyone in the audience to be able to see. Well, she picks up this giant bot, this bottle of black liquid and waves it around <laughs> and, and swoops it into Again, something. Disney making fucking potions. It really fucking is. eat this apple, motherfucker. But, and then Hans spits it out. Well, yeah, because he, he, he says to her just before, we've been married for a week and I regret everything I said. Oh, I can hear that. Yeah. I was just like, I was expecting to be like, we haven't consummated yet. Get Quickly that, before I die. Get that sweet 32-year-old wrinkly <laughs> ass over here. Before you're the, under the hill. Before you go to the glue factory. <laughs> um, yeah, he spits that shit out. Mm-hmm. And you're like, okay, he fucking knows. You're like, I get that. But also, I mean, you've had poison in your mouth. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's probably going to be a... <laughs> You probably didn't spit it all out. You're going to be spitting it. How much spit is in that fucking spit rag? Oh, oh, he's got a big old spit between. And also, she must be like, why the fuck? He's only little. Why is he not dead yet? (laughs) But also, again, classic, I think, unconsciously, like female serial killers in real life are more likely to poison than they are to fucking stab up. Yeah. So that's kind of like really factual. Mm -hmm. Uh, In a film. Evidence based research, I'm sure. Yeah. In a film where she gets magically turned. We'll save that for later. (laughs) 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 Um, Yeah. Uh, So then she she says she has to leave for whatever reason. And he's like, just leave, leave the door open. Leave the door open for me. Yeah. And then she walks over to her trailer and sees like this is the bit where people all, hiding underneath her stairs. They're all hiding underneath different things, looking at her, and it's and really fucking see, creepy. Yeah, it's creepy. And she sees it, and she's like, "I'm not even going to ask." <laughs> yeah, and just walk, walks upstairs. <laughs> and then, um, yeah, the guy. She's got, like, "This is really fri- I mean, o- awkward. <laughs> this is really well abled. <laughs> <laughs> this is really." Circus performery. <laughs> a, and she's like, a I, she's, like that prince, she's like that prince guy, I'm pretty sure, is still there because nobody moved him from last time. And he's like a skeleton now. I mean, it, it's just a matter of time until this happened. <laughs> His death in real life, he performed on stage and then just died backstage and doesn't say what he died of. No. no even... Don't. Don't. <laughs> James. What? They had a hard life. Yeah, that's why I didn't say anything. <laughs> so, um, yeah, that bit's fucking awesome. 
James. Didn't say anything. So, yeah, that's, that's a great scene as they stare her down. Yeah, yeah. And then you get the uh, the little person who's had champagne thrown in his face. Mm-hmm. He climbs the up the stairs. Dome. Yeah, he thunderdomes up them stairs <laughs> and speaks to Hans and they conspire to kill Cleo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. see. Tonight. Come back tonight. Tonight we'll do it. That's when he fucking, she leaves, he leaves the room and then he says his fucking, like, he repeats what she says. Oh, I look after you, my darling. And then he's like, dirty, slimy freaks. <laughs> and you're like, shit, son. It's about to go fucking It's about to go down. down. <laughs> and this whole thing's been building out to this because, I mean, throughout the first scenes, you're you're kind of trying to figure out through all these different relationships uh-huh. where's going to be the 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 kind of malevolent aspects of this. Yeah. Uh, I was going for malicious, not malevolent spirit. <laughs> and through the whole thing, you're, you're thinking, okay, so it's getting dark here, but when is it going to get real dark? Yeah, like, yeah. Is someone going to start, like, I don't know, like ha- hanging hands in the middle of in the middle <laughs> of the street or something <laughs> you're just waiting for it to turn dark well yeah it doesn't have the like frankenstein everyone chasing them with pitchforks moments because then no. again, again in frankenstein by james whale frankenstein's not really the villain of that film he just accidentally kills a little girl yeah, and then gets yeah it's her fault for going near a man that must smell like rotting meat <laughs> Who has super strength? And looks like a monster. Who talks like this? <laughs> like why would you? You sound not? like you're friendly. <laughs> Red flag. <laughs> <laughs> this is before the like fucking. If he had a white van and puppies, <laughs> she still would have got in it. Um, yeah, you're like, where is this going? And then everyone huddles underneath. Uh, now this, this, I guess this is like a shot to say this is how they all know. Right? I mean, that could have been said without huddling everyone underneath. Yeah. Um, a, a carriage yeah and the next scene we cut to a high speed chase well I mean there's a little bit there's some so they're leaving I assume they're going to the next thing it's raining it's night they're, go, they're leaving mm. um, so there's a scene here which unfortunately I laughed at and it's obviously not supposed to be it's supposed to be threatening but it was just really comedic when she's gonna poison him again uh, so he's laying in bed and he can't move because he's ill and she goes to get him his medicine and that's when he sits up <laughs> And um, she walks in and it's just like, whoa, how come you're sitting up? What's going on here? And he's like, give me the black bottle. And the, 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 the small one is playing a flute at her menacingly. Then another little person just fucking like nonchalantly whips out a knife, makes eye contact with her, looks away and starts wiping it, which mm-hmm. is like, okay. And then it goes super silly where Johnny does the same thing, pulling out a fucking uh, fucking gun pistol. He pulls out his pistol. What yeah. the fuck? That I actually knew the name of them. The the Nazis had them. Um, Luger. He pulls out a fucking Luger, and then starts cleaning that and all. Like that's just something they were all well, doing. Well, I think it's at that point they're saying, "Don't fuck with us yeah, because yeah, yeah. we are about to kill you if you if you try anything." So also at the same time, but this is in the middle of a high speed chase because they've they which why I found it weird. There's yeah. no high speed chase. There's no high speed chase. They're moving gently. They're moving gently. There's a bit where a horse is clearly sped up. Yes, that's the high speed chase. <laughs> and I, I, swore, I swear drift to you, I know when this happens. It's a bit later. I swear to you. It also was like, like that, but it was Venus's screaming. <laughs> because in a, another scene at the same time, Frida is explaining to Frozone that Hercules is going to kill fucking Venus at this point because she knows too much. 
And he's just like, what? No way. And he runs over to her as Hercules is blowing out his fucking candle and going to kill Venus. He starts kicking her door in. Yeah. And then fucking Frozone tries to fight off Hercules. We, fucking holy shit for a film from 1930. First of all, Frozone, bless him, the nicest guy on earth, does not stand a chance against this Herculean exemplar. No. Who, like, fucking, if it was to be remade now, would be the guy from... He was in Wonder Woman recently as the the man with did you see wonder woman yes the man that was with dr poison the one that you think is the war god he's also from 30 days of night and he was in wolverine wolverine x-men origins what's his name he would i don't know but he <laughs> would be fucking the hercules if they made this now anyway he's he like he obviously overpowers frozone so fucking easily and as he's frozone he knows his fucking one weakness is fucking heat <laughs> Fire. And punches him onto the <coughs> stove. Which and erupts him into on, flame. Yeah, and he's also burning his back because he's holding him on the stove. Which, for a film from 1930, that's fucking brutal. I feel like they actually burnt that actor. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then when he it obviously cuts away there, and then when it cuts back, he like because the fucking thing speeds up and smashes yeah. into something. I assume the, the rockers made the horse run. Mm. Um, the when he jumps forward, he's got like steam coming off his back, like Terminator in they, Terminator One he when he jumps at the car. Down. He throws him down. He chokes him out in the, yeah. in the in the rain and the mud. So Frozone is is a no zone. That guy's dead. There's no fucking mm-hmm. way he's going to survive this. When out of fucking nowhere, we see uh, the, we see one, one, the, of, one of the little, little guys people walks up, and and we've actually seen him holding his throwing daggers before. Yes, we have, and we know that's his trick. Yeah, and he throwing daggers Hercules and right, takes in the, him straight right down. in the gut. And this is where we get like arguably <coughs> the most iconic bit of this fucking movie, which yeah. is fucking amazing. It's beautiful. Uh-huh. It's beautiful. So there's this really lovely shot of the 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 guy that threw the knife walking up towards Hercules laying there holding his stomach the shot through the wheels uh-huh. and just the lighting and the focus is gorgeous the composition yeah, yeah. and then you get the shot of the the seal woman crawling in yeah, yeah, and yeah. then everyone else just gathering around or underneath the carriages crawling, all crawling through, through the dark and the rain and this is every the, single this one is the carrying scene a that knife sticks with me in my head when i remember this film yeah, yeah. And, and especially like, prince caspian or whatever his name is is also carrying a knife in his mouth yeah. and like crawling and, and towards shuffling it. over and and I'm thinking like how does a two minute scene like replace the entire memory of this film I, I know, know it's, right? it's like it's it's the most iconic bit but I really expected it to go on longer again this is my um, uh, <coughs> second I get the reference moment when watching American Horror Story Freak Show and they literally lampoon this scene or not lampoon it they literally copy this scene where the freaks it, I can call them freaks and that because they're people in makeup literally doing the same thing crawling after someone mm. through the dark in the rain underneath the carriages and yeah. I remember seeing that in American Horror Freak Show being like oh my god that's fucking amazing they did that they did it they did the thing and then talking to people about it afterwards and people being like what's freaks <laughs> I think that's when I was just like you haven't seen freaks let me mm-hmm. lend you freaks <laughs> So, uh, uh, so in the like before Hercules got stabbed up, we never see what happens to him, but we just assume he gets stabbed to death. Yeah, and then you also then we cut to um, Cleopatra had already escaped. Yeah, and now she is sprinting through what looks like the Shining Maze. Yes, <laughs> um, which again is like pitch black, with covered in rain, still raining, I think, and and just beautiful lighting. So there's highlights along all these hedges, mm-hmm. and it looks great. And she's turning around screaming um, at something behind her. And you, uh, the camera looks behind and you've got 
the rest of the cast members sprinting along yeah. on their hands or on their feet, just running along, yeah. um, like hunting her down. And then we cut to a bookend. When you say cut to, you mean wipe to. And we wipe to a bookend. <laughs> they should is, have hand ripped the film out. Yeah, <laughs> which is the reveal of what happens to Cleopatra. And she has been turned into a taductity. Oh my God, James. We are so in sync because I literally wrote Cleo to Duckin. <laughs> yes. I literally wrote Cleo to Duckin. She has a cut up face. She's like scarred like, on one side yeah, of her face. And like from the chest down, she's covered in feathers and looks like a penguin or a goose or something. Yeah, her, her hands are like flippers now. Yeah. And she's like going. Like, those guys must have been fucking surgeons. Yeah, I know, right? They fucked that her bleeding. Right up. This is the bit the where the film alone. goes too far. <laughs> yes. This is the point where it's just like, I, I, still, I still see them as the heroes, and she got what she deserved. But it's really weird that what she deserved was, like, say she's a really ugly person inside, so now she's physically an ugly person. But all of the... That's a weird message in a film where the physically unappealing people are actually the better people, people inside than the fucking monsters that are yeah. just normal people the actual villains of the film who are two normal people that are mm-hmm. fucking just horrible so it's just a weird ending for them it to have is. done that yeah they disfigure her so she lives a life that they have to live yeah but well I guess maybe they don't enjoy the life that they're forced to live true so she's like you you, you, you must live like so, us so I mean tell me what you know about this castration um, oh, that's all I heard. That's all. Okay, I, that's so all. so there was a there but was apparently more this films. Isn't the, this isn't the end of it. Hang on, I was just say there was probably more. There was oh. supposed to be more here where you see Hercules and he would sing in a falsetto voice, uh. and the Duck Woman would quack along to his singing. Oh, that would have been great. Yeah, but they cut it out. <laughs> so yeah, then we get the the final scene. Yeah, and and at this point they um, they reiterate the code of the freaks did this to her. Yeah, um, and then yeah, then we have um, Hans's pacing around his mansion and Frida turns up with Venus and Frozo mm-hmm. and he's saying like what's he saying he's saying something like he's saying I, I don't I want people all these years and, I don't yeah. want people and he's blaming himself yeah. he's okay so he's blaming himself for what the freaks did to him and oh, this is where I the thought co- he's blaming himself for what he let Sorry, happen to him. Sorry, not the freaks did to him. What the circus performers did to, oh. to Cleo. Oh, yeah. No. Which is weird because then he's... It's not you hurt one of us, you hurt all of us because he's now separated himself from... Was he in charge no, of the freaks? No, I think... I th- no, no. Was he not their no. boss? Because people no. kept going to him for things. Uh, and I articulate. assume that's why he had so much money. No, I don't think so. Okay. I think from, from this, I gleaned that he was... Um, that he had been... So like uh, so gutted that he had let these people run a mock over him, and that he was de- he he was madly in love with this woman, and he got his heart broken, mm-hmm. and he was like, I can't believe I let them do this to me. Yeah, like um, like uh, Cleopatra and and fuckface because he was the one that planned to to kill Cleopatra. I think the intention was so that to distance him from the circus performers. So that he didn't look like a villain at the end of the film, <laughs> I honestly believe that was. Because you don't want a villain to, to because to win. they re-edited the ending multiple times. One of the versions just end with the reveal of the Duck Woman. Mm-hmm. Then another version, which is awful, just cuts straight to from the Duck Woman to Frozone and Venus leaving the room, 
as uh, Frida is hugging hands and stroking his head and clearly talking, but they cut the audio out because they wanted it to not have audio on it. But she's clearly moving her mouth, which is just dreadful. So luckily yeah. we got this the, the proper ending where yeah. she's like... Where she, Frida goes in and comforts hands. Yeah, yeah. And, and she's like, I only wanted you to be happy or something. And yeah, then yeah. they hug because they're brother and sister. <laughs> and it's weird. Um... And then that is everything. And then that is the film. That's the film. That and the movie we roll freaks. credits. And much like the movie, um, we could do a cutting 30 minutes out of this. How long has this gone on for? Well, this is an hour and 40. Are you fucking serious? For a 60 minute film. Oh my God. It's a seminal 60 minute film. <laughs> it's a seminal fair. 60 minute This is the same length as Pieces. <laughs> oh God. Um, and we haven't even finished. Yeah. <laughs> They're still scoring. <laughs> Yeah, and also, also no theatre in San Francisco would show this, and it was banned from many areas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. which and the director Todd, whatever his name is, Brandy. Todd. Thank you. Um, he works in a circus. Yes, he did. And um, when as a kid, um, as a clown, which is probably why the clown in this is the nicest guy. Oh my god, probably why. And is is the hero essentially yeah. in, in in the film? Yeah. 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 Um, he also, before he made this, made another film called The Unknown, which uh, was set in a circus about a criminal that hides in the circus and then falls in love with a woman in there. I, are you ever going to watch The Unknown from like 1927? No, but I feel like he should have gone out more. And I'm going to ruin the ending for you because it's life. fucking awesome. Mm. Um, so he falls in love with a woman who like, feels like someone super famous, like Joan Crawford, it's not going to be that, but it's someone super famous from 1927. He falls in love with this woman, but she is disgusted by man's touch. So in the end of the film, this is Lon Chaney as well, he cuts his arms off so that he can be with her. What? <laughs> because then he can't touch her, which is fucking awesome. Oh, my God. And the Unholy Three is the name of the one. How does which... he cut the second arm off once he's... It's like that bit one. in Futurama and Bender puts his arm back on and then puts the other <laughs> arm back on. And like, How did you do that? <laughs> um, the Unholy Three um, is the one where the, uh, the guy from the Lollipop Guild is also a baby that's a killer. Uh, which yeah. I also feel like has Lon Chaney in it, who's a big deal. Because Lon Chaney was supposed to be in this, and mm. Frozone is named after a character Lon Chaney played, which I believe was in The Unknown. Yeah. Um, but uh, Lon Chaney was supposed to be in this film, like made up to be a freak, but he had died of lung cancer two years before. Yeah. But we did get Lon Chaney Jr., who I'm going to fuck this up and say was the Wolfman, but that's probably wrong. Why not? So I've written down a score, and I'm not deviating from this one. I'm sticking with it. I've written down a score, but I want to know what your score is first. I've written 4.5. I oh. think this film holds the fuck up and is definitely worth seeing. And it's a fucking classic film, but it's not as good as Evil Dead 2. I've gone for 3.5. You put your hand up and <laughs> made Set the five. Most... I wanted to really upset you. <laughs> no, 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 because no, it would have been fine because it would still yeah. been 9.5. But... Yeah. Um, no, yeah, I've gone for 3.5. Um, you can see it written down here. I can see um, it. Wait, James, do we need to get a calculator for this? <laughs> Please do. Oh my god, four plus three, seven plus one, eight. <laughs> eight, yes. So it's one not as good as demons. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. On a scale of drilling killer to demons. <laughs> I hope demons get demons two gets a ten. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I mean I gave a three point five because I felt like 
some a lot of the acting was quite bad. But I, I know, and and also I felt that although it moved fairly quickly, there uh-huh. were lots of little scenes that were just there to demonstrate that someone had a disfigurement. And I'll say it's not progressing the story. That's fair. Like I mean, it didn't bother me that it was exploitative. Because if anything, it gave them screen time and they're happy for it. Yeah. It just didn't add anything to the story for me. And come to think of it, the bearded woman's screen time of her giving birth to a baby was her mostly looking away from the camera. Yeah, and that that whole scene was totally unnecessary. Yeah, yeah, Because they just wanted to show a bearded lady. I think it was just to have jokes that the baby was also going to have a beard. beard, because it was a girl. And then to cut to the man, her husband, handing out cigars, who was like a walking skeleton or some shit. Yeah, what was it they had? Um, it was very thin, but with like big, like kind of Popeye-like yeah, muscles, yeah, yeah. Um, which I know. Oh, there's a disfigurement. I, I can't remember what it is. Yeah. Wow. It's an enjoyable film. It's a damn good People film. People should watch it. It's there's a quick a, film. You can watch it over lunchtime. It's like notorious. I mean, it doesn't <laughs> deserve it. I feel like I would like to see that end scene yeah. be about 10 minutes long. Yeah, it is the best fucking scene. Although I feel like you'd start looking at your watch being like, come on. <laughs> Come on, freaks. Crawl faster. <laughs> Not you, because you haven't got any limbs. I'm going to cut that. Roll faster. <laughs> James. <laughs> so we'll see how much gets cut out of this. Um, I think we tried our best to be a PC where we, I think where, we, where we can stop I ourselves think we from throwing up over, v, over PC. I think we kind of managed it. I hope, I hope we did better. I remember when we first talked about this podcast and we were like, and we don't ever have to be nice to people. Like the amount of stuff that got fucking cut out of other things we've done <laughs> was, oh. Um, so next week. What are we watching? Or next fortnight. First of all, I should probably say, because we never mention it, that we have a Twitter <laughs> at Sadist Filth and we have a, we have a Facebook at Sad Filth because you can't use the word sadist on Facebook. But you can legally buy a gun at the age of 17 in America. Could you have it like, couldn't we not have had sad is to filth? Is and it? just pretend like we're in the north. Is it? To. <laughs> oh, Tret. So next week. Sad filth. Or, <laughs> sad is to filth. Uh, the, in, in a fortnight, rather. I'm throwing out a fucking wild card and we're going to do it. Hit me. As introduced to me by um, Phil Green. He introduced me to... Uh, a couple of films we talked about Riccio last time and mm-hmm. Greasy Strangler which I still haven't seen yeah. but he introduced me to an absolute mental looking film from India called Mystics in Bali which I really want to see and I won't be surprised no offence to him because I know it's notoriously not great <laughs> I feel like this is where me and you have switched roles because <laughs> you've already done Freaks which is a fucking seminal classic don't put that pressure on me and I'm doing Mystics and don't Bali. put that pressure on me because I'm going to have to bring up She-Wolf of the SS at some point <laughs> <laughs> so we're doing Mystics in Bali Mystics in Bali which might be hard to track down but is legally up on YouTube <laughs> I'm sure we'll find it I could not find um, Freaks anywhere. Wow, I, really? I bought it from Amazon Prime. Did you actually? Yeah. Um, Amazon Prime Video. Wow. pound sixty. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> In beautiful SD. <laughs> beautiful. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, check back next time mm-hmm. for... Say this filth! And now, folks, if you'll just step this way, you are about to witness... The most amazing, the most astounding living monstrosity of all time. <laughs> <laughs>